You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Mikey Kinney, also known as Keylock. Yo, what's up? And Bobby Schistler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey guys, what's going on? Yes, and I did I do it right that time? Schistler. Yes, yes. All right, great. I'm just... I'm looking at my uh, phonetic pronunciation here, so <laughs> just making sure we got it on on the right track. Schisler, Schisler, yeah. So remember that, folks. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is episode number fifty nine. We are recording on June sixth for release on June seventh, and um, not much news going on in the Overwatch realm right now. Everybody's just enjoying the anniversary event, including the Blizzard staff, apparently. Uh, no real moves are being made. Um, you know, nothing new with the PTR that much. Um, but we're, we still have a couple things to talk about. We got to catch up with Bob on a few things, on his thoughts about McCree Reaper and Roadhog and his Cow League win. We got to talk about that. We're going to dig into our season five placements and we got a couple of weekly updates to talk to, about and some community discussion. But before we get into all that, I want to welcome anybody who is listening for the very first time. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to the show. Uh, for you newcomers, the, we do talk about Overwatch news and some esports, but the focus of the show is the Overwatch community and the state of the game. So even when we do talk topics, we generally revolve around that, the community and the state of the game. Before we move on to our uh, topics, how's everybody been doing? Mike, you were absent last week. Why don't you? Oh, no, sorry. Bob was absent last week. Not Mike. Bob. Oof. Sorry. We almost had Mikey absent today. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, Thanks, I'm a little Windows. mixed up. <laughs> I'm a little messed up, but go ahead. Sorry, Bob. Why don't you tell us, without going over your placements, how your week at Overwatch was? Can you even do that? Uh, uh, I got diamond again. Congratulations! Congratulations. I I don't know what. I, yeah, I don't. He can't talk about his. He can't talk about his week because all he does is play competitive. So it's like. <laughs> Well, I play a lot of 3v3. Whenever yeah, I lose, yeah. we, like, basically, we don't do two losses in a row. Like, if we lose, we'll switch over to 3v3. We'll switch over to random hero. Uh, we'll just After do something one loss? else. After one. It used to be two. Now I do one. Like, it, if, yeah, I do one. And I'll go, like, take a walk. Like, go... Take my dogs out for a walk. Like I'll just do something else, get my mind off of it, and then come back fresh. Because if I queue right after a loss, I might get the same people I had before. 
Right. Oh, but so you will come back later. See, that's when my policy is a little different. I do two losses, and after the second loss, I'm done for the day. Oh no, I definitely don't do that. I never yeah. get. I never get to play as much Overwatch. Yeah, if I do after two losses, I'm done for the day. It's actually worked out for me pretty well. Um, I I don't think I've had a single season where I've had more losses than wins. So that's probably why. But I mean, some days like you know, I'll play, you know, five matches you know, three games and then two losses in a row. I'm like, oh, I'm done for the day. Like, that is it. I am going to go do something else. I have all these other great video games to play. So I do that. Uh, but okay, so you do come back. That's why I was looking like, huh? You only do one loss? Yeah, just a couple 3v3 matches for a break or just leave the computer, stretch my legs, do something else because... I've found that oftentimes if I lose one and I go right back in, I'll lose another one. I'll let my temper get the best of me. I'll get salty. I will turn my other team salty because norm like normally I forgive mistakes because that's what we do. We all make mistakes and I forgive it normally, but then when I'm salty, I don't forgive anything. I mean, I'm <laughs> ruthless. It's like, why are you alive? Yeah. Why are you I'll alive? just be like, you picked Junkrat, <laughs> the worthless character in the game. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? And I mean, I'll just, I'll just berate them. And it's, and it's not fair to them, and it's not fun for anybody. So I'll just take a step back. Okay. No, that's, that's, not, that's not a bad idea. I think we have the same uh, concept, except I, uh, I give it the, 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 the sun has to set and rise for me to get it to, to fully reset. <laughs> that's, that's how I do it. Uh, but uh, Mike, how about you? What's been going on? Uh, just a lot of quick play, getting loot boxes. Um, I think I've got pretty much everything I want. Like I don't really have to try anymore. Um, uh, yeah. That's about how? it. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm how? Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He Money. bought his loot <laughs> I, I spent twenty bucks. I freaking have gotten a ton of loot boxes. I've done all of my arcades. Like I've gotten three skins, two of which I didn't want, and one of which I bought. The only thing that I would like to still get, but it won't break my heart if I don't get, is the diva skin. Like mm. I will not die if I don't get that. That's the one I got. But I, I got my Symmetra. I got my Lucio. I uh I got all the ones I pretty much wanted and I've gotten all the you know I I grabbed the voice lines that I really wanted with the gold cuz they're cheap. Um and yeah, like I'm I'm pretty good. Uh I played one competitive game and lost and I was like fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> well, what um, dances it, did you get? Uh I went and got I got Arissa's, I got Symmetra's, I got uh, Mercies, I got Roadhogs, I got Junkrats, I got a bunch. I can't remember them all off the top of my head though. Um, but yeah, I got I got all the ones I really cared about. Well, I'm jealous. Uh, I've been getting shit loot boxes across two accounts now, which I'm going to get into that. <laughs> but um, so that loot box I, salt. I, I, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I just uh, I just opened five loot boxes on my second account. And four of the five loot boxes had one rare, three whites. The fifth one had two whites, one rare, and an epic, which was Maze Dance. 
that was it. The only other dance I got on my main account is uh, Tracer's Charleston. I'm never mm. going to use it. I don't play Tracer. But yeah, I've been getting shit loot boxes. This is the worst I've seen for an event, like period. But I will be doing a 50-pack on Sunday. That's when I'm going to be doing a 50-pack. So um, I expect to get something. Now, if I don't get what I want or anything decent on Sunday, you'll hear about it on Wednesday. <laughs> because it's I'll be I'm gonna be very upset. I already was really pissed that all of the skins were legendary. That just drastically brings down your chances of getting what you want. Cause that's what people want. They want the skins. They don't give up the dances, they don't care. No, there's people, the skins. That, there's people that care about some of them. <laughs> I do care about the dances. I want all the dances. See, like there's don't don't Dance there's people that care about spawn. dances. Exactly. Dance- and when we talk about Cow League, we did a dance a dance party in one of our matches in Spawn before, and I was the only one without a dance. Oh, well, that's the, now you're just feeling peer pressure. That's why. So, no, the dances are good, and you should want them. Uh, I'd, I'd take the skins over the dances. Okay, well, yes, but I'm saying you shouldn't neglect the dances. Don't just say they're only there for the skins. The dances are good. Fine. This yep. fine. The dances are good, but I want the skins over the dances. Well, yes, Agreed. I will. I Agreed. will agree with that. But you, I'm just saying, don't neglect the power of the purple dance. The the the, <laughs> the skin you use the entire game. The dance you're gonna use in spawn. No, I could it. use. I could. What are you talking about? I kill six people. I'm dancing on their corpse. <laughs> yeah. Next time you kill six people, let me know. Like, oh. How often does that happen? Okay. Not just you. Don't don't be offend, offended. It's hard to kill six people. <laughs> well, I mean by yourself, yeah, but if like your team gets like a kill wipes the floor, then yeah, the whole team starts team, dancing. Yeah, you <laughs> get kill. Okay. Team yeah, that, the, kill. Maybe, yeah. You hit yeah, that yeah. dance button. But uh yeah, I mean, and I'm bringing up that I have two accounts now. Uh so yes, smurf. Ja has a no, smurf. Oh, ja does got, have a smurf. I got a smurf. I've got a smurf. But I'm not going to be like these evil Smurfs that throw games like they did in my placements, which I'm going to get into a little bit later. Why do you have a Smurf? Why do I have a Smurf? Mm -hmm. Because I have a friend who needs help getting out of silver. And I can't get him out of silver with my current account. How many? Can we check the tapes and go back to see how about carrying people out as Smurfing? How John doesn't (laughs) like that? Is there? Can we check the tapes on that? (laughs) It's a double standard because he's my friend. Yep, I think I might have heard something, something about it. No, sounds familiar. Honestly, no. Honestly, this person is actually—I'll be the first person to tell somebody that they that they need to be down there. I have mm-hmm. a lot of friends who are actually mm-hmm. in silver and bronze. I'm only going to help one uh-huh. because he deserves to be in at least gold, and at least gold. I need the Willy Wonka meme that says, please tell me more about your friend who's in silver who can't get out, but all the other people in silver desert don't deserve to get out, but he does. I'm talking about a bunch of my friends. I have a bunch of friends who I'm like, yeah, you definitely, your your choice and hero in this situation is questionable. <laughs> you know? I mean, but- I'm not good. I'm just in gold platinum most of the time. I bounce, I mean, I bounce into plat most of the time, but like, there's one that one season where I was fucked in gold. But like, yes, please, please tell me more how smurfing and bringing someone out of silver into into a higher rank is going to help them. Yeah, it, it, it will. He 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 should be. You we we've talked about that too. That 
you could be a good player. Oh, I know. And stuck in I just, silver. I just like having something to hold over your head now. Like- oh yeah. Well, I. I of mean, course I, you do. I keep. Uh, I keep my third one low. He's in silver at the moment. And but but do you throw do on that. purpose? I don't throw on purpose, but he's the only one I will play when drinking heavily. Mm, so, so you have your drunk account. I think I'm really good at like <laughs> three in the morning on Friday night, but really I'm not. I lost 300 right. SR Friday night and then gained it like literally all of it back in like seven games over Sunday and Monday. Wow. I mean, yeah. I, like I get like, like 45, 50 SR and it just goes right back up. But, I don't like to play the other games when I'm drinking, so I guess that. Hey, more more power to you. At least you're at least, at least you have like a drunk account, and you know when you're playing bad to switch to that one. <laughs> my first account was my drunk account for the first two seasons. It was a it was a big I mean, teeter totter. What, what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but other than that, my my weekend Overwatch was almost that was it. That in my placement matches, but thanks to Bob and Mikey being late, I actually played some three v three today. That goes into my weekend Overwatch. <laughs> we would no, we weren't bad. With three four out of three out of four games, we won. We did good. Well, you we did, did good. I had, I had a good time. You did have my uh, diamond wife player carrying us. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. Higher rated than me. And she plays she, Mercy mostly. She shows you what's up. <laughs> she does. Yeah. She plays Mercy and Anna, and she plays them well. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. If you're but good at actually, what you do, you're good at what you do. Before we we got before we actually started the show, we had a, a pretty good conversation about competitive three v three. Because before I really, you know, three v three, the reason I didn't play it because it was kind of boring to me. But this new three v three lockout mode was actually pretty fun. I'm considering, you know, playing it again. Um, and if they did a competitive mode for three v three, I think this should be the mode. I think this is how they should do it with the lockout. I liked it. I mean, I I've been really loving it. I I kind of liked three v three before. Didn't play it near as much. Did a lot more random hero. Right. See, I think they should. I, I think. Well, well, Bob, you said that they you, it should be best out of nine. Well, that was initially what I thought, but then after Mikey made his point that that would just be too many heroes out of the pool, uh, I did like the best of seven option more, mm. and that would be if you won, you would have utilized twelve characters total, which right. that's, I mean, it's a little under half. Of what we have now i mean that sounds pretty good and it would require diversity and really thinking about comps and trying to outthink what your opponent's going to do next like we had the right. one match that we lost we had forgotten that they didn't do they didn't do fair mercy yet so right we didn't go with any hit scan and we lost because of it right yeah see i think they should keep the best out of five but they should have multiple maps Best out of five rounds, best out of three maps, and that like for in terms of competitive, because I mean like you could just I mean you can get your clock cleaned really fast in that game mode, and I think having a reset of a map would be like okay, 
Okay. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> we need to regroup here. <laughs> and we proved you know. how fast you could have your, your clock cleaned with the last match we did where none of us died once and we went 3-0. and Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. you can body a team pretty quickly in that. I kind of like well, Jaws' way of doing it, though. Like, because at least that way, like it resets. Like it's like it's like a tennis match. Like you get a set, and then it's just like okay, reset, go back from scratch. You get all the heroes back, and then you get another set. And if you lose that set, well, then fuck. Sorry about your life. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah not to mention like every other game or in other games too like let's say you have you if you in, in counter-strike you play one map but you get one offense you get one side you're defending one side you're attacking so the game the dynamics of the game change for you and the same thing in overwatch you're either attacking or defending and you switch so the dynamics of the game change for you again in 3v3 if they just did one map that was best out of seven the dynamics don't change. And so if you're on a map that favors one team, like they're really good at it, you know, that could just be unfair. But if you go, if you have the map, you get your, you get wiped out on that first map. And then the second map is, is your map. You know, you wipe them out on, on that map. And the third map, then it's, you know, at that point, it's like, okay, let's see who's the better team here. So I think that's, you know, where we, uh, where, uh, why I would like that. I think it was good. Um, I was thinking about that last map we played, though, when we wiped the team out 3-0. and And I think we were fortunate that they picked double tank and I went May. <laughs> that was very fortunate. And I wonder if they were like, oh, shit, when they saw it. <laughs> that, was, that was a bad deal. And I've actually never seen a Zenyatta run down a Widowmaker before until... I saw Bob do it today. Damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. From I'm, a distance. <laughs> I'm very offensive Zen. I've actually I played him four of those games that uh, that I played Sunday, and um, I got play of the game twice, which is a first for me with Zen. I'm, I'm working on Zen this season because I want to be able to do one support role well and i just i'm not really good at support so that's the one i'm trying to work on yeah i do i do love playing zen myself but in most i find that in most cases if i don't take a tank or a dps when i play competitive whoever's doing it's not doing a great job you know and I know I probably sound I probably sound really full of myself right now. Like I'm surprised Mikey didn't roll his eyes harder. At well, me. the only like the only way <laughs> the only reason I did is because I feel this like but reverse like if I don't play a tank or a support, the other per the other two aren't the tank and the support aren't doing what the fuck they need to be doing. Yeah. Well, what yeah, I don't want to do is force a Ryan, force someone to play Ryan when they don't know how to play Ryan, and then they stand at choke. They don't do anything. They or they swing the whole time. They never put up their shield. Like that's why I just try and fill. The only character I really ever lock in, like at the start of a match, would be Soldier. Mm. And mm. like that's just it. Just depends on my mood. Like if Howie. I'm if I'm queuing with multiple people, then I wait and fill every time. If I'm solo queuing, I'm locking Soldier. I've okay. been t I've been having to play a lot of Arissa. As of late, 
Like I've been playing a lot of Arissa, Zarya, Diva, and then if that doesn't work out, I always have to play Mercy, Lucio, or uh, Anna. And then if we're on defense, I always play Symmetra because then I just fuck people up for some reason. Mm. People just ignore shit still. Like Jupiter. And then like, go ahead. Go ahead. I was and just then like, say, oh, sorry. You go. Sorry, my, <laughs> you go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna ask you: Is it every defense that you would play Symmetra, or just like two CP or certain maps? Um, obviously it's on certain maps. Like I don't like her on um defending. Like I go back and forth about defending Nubani. Like there are times where it works really well, and there's just times where it doesn't work at all. But like Temple of Anubis, I'll pick her every fucking time. Um. El Dorado works well for me. I don't know. I have a hard time finding like a like New Bonnie is the one map that I have the hardest time. I think with Symmetra on for offense defense. Yeah, because yeah, that the, high ground, low ground. Yeah, yeah, most of the time. So I've got like turrets going high and low and all around, covering all the flanks. And the other problem is all the back entrances that you can take to find the teleporter. Um, but I found some clever ways to hide the teleporter, so. Mm. Yeah, so I was going to, uh, I, what I was going to talk about, I was going to kind of, you know, uh, leak into our placement matches conversation. So at this point, let's just go ahead and move into our main topic. Top story. All right, so first up. Uh, there's a couple of big changes that we were notified about last week, mainly McCree, Reaper, and Roadhog. So we're, you know, I, we want to get Bob's thoughts on that. I'm pretty sure he'll provide a unique perspective. But um, you, Bob, also had a big win on the uh, the COW League. The not last week, but the week before, he won. You and your team won. Yep. So. Bob, why don't you tell us about that and maybe explain to the audience what that is, like how that works. All right, so the Cal League does multiple events weekly. Uh, they do a Minuteman Challenge, which is on Friday nights. Uh, it's where a bunch of people come in. There's a ton of different SRs. Uh, there's a lot of of GM's top 500 there's pros that play in it sometimes uh, and you just jump in a pool and you choose tank, DPS support or or flex. Flex is not what you would think of in the pro terms where you'd think it's your off your, your off tank, it's just you can play anything. It's just you can fill where fill is needed. Uh, and then they basically have a a bot that moves you into teams of six based on what channel you are in, support, tank, DPS, flex. Uh, and then it's just random. And I've had really good teams. I've had really bad teams. Uh, but it's just for fun, and everyone's welcome. I've never seen – I've seen it once, but you usually don't see anyone – being mean to someone who's lower SR, uh, which is nice. Oftentimes, I've been playing in it since I was back in gold in the start of season three, and everybody was really helpful to me. They helped me learn. I mean, it's just it's just a really cool thing. Uh, so 
they have other events saturdays they do an actual uh where you have a team and you guys sign up as a team and you compete in that tournament i've never done that because i've never been part of a team so i'll just talk about the Minutemen, which is a good place to start um we, i've played it a ton um i've gotten to the semi-finals a lot uh, i've never gotten to the finals my wife got to the finals but uh once i've been casted they also do casting uh they didn't cast our team until the finals of uh on this on this one that we won i should probably mention it was uh minutemen number 50 if you want to check out their twitch channel you can watch it at uh twitch.tv slash soft lock s-o-f-t-l-o-c-k-e it's still up there right now i don't know how long it'll be there um that's basically how it starts and you guys get put into channels and you go from there. They put out a bracket. They start watching one of the teams. I don't know how they choose the team that they watch, but they usually follow them if they keep winning. And then if they lose, they switch on to something else. Uh, and this was a unique time. Um, we actually had one of my friends, Bounty Man, who had never done it, decided to do it that that night. Uh, He's he's a diamond class player, plays on team, uh, usually plays tank characters, as far as I understand. And a couple other of my friends did it. One of my friends that did it was 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 Jack, who I play with quite a bit. He's a almost masters player, uh, support. And we go to start the draft and. I'm sitting there and I'm looking at other stuff not in Discord and it's getting drafted. And so all of a sudden I hear Jack talk. So that means that we've been put in the same the same team. And he goes, hey, what's up, guys? I'm like, that's Jack. And then I hear I hear Bounty Man go, Jack, we're on the same team. And then <laughs> I just pull it up and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so then nice. I had signed up as Tank. Jack had signed up as support. Bounty had signed up as tank. We end up getting two 4K DPS. One was 3,900, but it had been 4,100. And one was 4,100 currently. And I was like, oh, this is going to be good. So the two DPS say, all right, guys, can we at least win the first round? I have not made it past the first round in any of these. I was like, really? You're 4K DPS? And so... We just go, and we just play. We have good call-outs, uh, and we just rocked. I mean, we didn't lose one match. Like, there was a control map. We went 3-0. Uh, we held the first point on most of the encounters that we did uh, until until we went into the semis, and then the semis was actually a little bit tougher, the team we played. And... <laughs> And we went on and we won the whole thing. And we're in the last match. That was what I was talking about, the the, the dance party. We're in the last match. And they're like, hey, Roadhog, where are you at? Why aren't you dancing? I was like, what? I was like, oh, I don't have a dance. It was a bummer. See, uh, dances are That's, important. That see, was a missed is, opportunity. It was on dance, stream. 
Yep, dances. This is why you always have to have all the dancey modes for that reason. <laughs> and it, I mean, it was a perfect storm. It was. I mean, we had really competent DPS, which is it's definitely it matters killing people, but it probably helped that three of us on the team that were playing the two tanks and one of the supports. I mean, we play a lot together, so the synergy that we had in keeping those DPS going was huge because DPS can be really good, but unless you're Seagull, you're not carrying a team. You know what I mean? Like, unless you're that caliber, like, you still need competent team comps and you need competent tanks that take the eyes off of you and allow you to do work. And so that's what I think we did in... It was, I mean, it was really neat. I think I posted it in every, like, right before the match, I posted it in every Discord I was a part of. I was super excited. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, something like that happens. Yeah, you blow that up. You share that to everybody. That's awesome. Yeah, like, we are, look, I've heard about the Cali before. I've actually been in their Discord since beta. I just really haven't, um, participated in in any of their tournaments i've actually watched a few when they used to have them on sundays um i'm not sure if they still do that or not i'm not sure the other events they do um if you want to look them up just google cow league over overwatch and they'll take you right to their site it tells you everything and then you join their discord and their twitter and they'll inform you about everything i actually one of the bummers about their Discord is when you win, you get a a pink name, which I know sounds lame. It's just a name in Discord, but I was pretty excited about it. And I went to play last weekend. Turned out they had moved it to Thursday night because they had the Athena Cup, which is another thing that they do. And I didn't. I've been out of town, so I hadn't kept up with like changes. So I went in there and there was me and like 12 other people and they were, and I realized as I was typing what's going on, my name was no, was no longer pink. And then I found out, oh, the colors reset with every season. So we had just changed to season five. So I got my pink name for like four days. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, it was a bummer. Yeah, you gotta take the small victories, right? <laughs> I was just—I mean, it was a cool—it was a cool experience. It was super neat. Yeah, but I mean, it sounds—it sounds really cool, you know. Yeah. And winning something like that's no small feat. I mean, how many—how many people do that weekly and then don't win? Oh yeah, I mean, the two 4K DPS were like—I've never made it past the first round. Can we do something? Like they were a little salty to start. Yeah, but then it yeah. got fun. The thing is, like, I don't know why there's not a system in place, you know, like a Discord with a bot or something like that that does that every day. Well, not not necessarily the whole tournament thing, but back when I used to play UT, we used to have CTF or um, 2K4 CTF, which was a pug IRC channel. So basically, you go into the IRC channel and you type a command and it signs you up for the pug. Once 10 people sign up for the pug, it automatically picked two captains. Then the captains would pick the teams, would pick people out of the groups to make teams. So it was like it was a pickup game. And then you would go into a server, you'd play the game, win, lose, people come out, they sign up for another pug, and that's it. 
and it was great. So that was stuff like that I really, really miss. And actually, that was a amazing way for me to get better at Unreal Tournament because I thought I was good um, at Unreal Tournament until I started pugging. Uh, and then you find out that you're not so great. But, you know, you're playing with uh, really good people and you eventually pull yourself up uh, to well, hopefully if, if you can learn from your mistakes. But I don't know why um, that hasn't been done. I mean, I wouldn't be honest. I wouldn't be opposed to building a bot that does that because building Discord bots isn't difficult. But we barely have anybody in our Discord. <laughs> so uh, at least not enough to to do pugs like that. So like I can't like, I don't know why one of some of the bigger discords don't do that. Don't have pugs on a regular basis. Mm. Got me on that one. I mean, it, it's a lot of work to coordinate those things, sure. and the cow league has a lot of people that that work it. I mean, it's it's a pretty big thing, and like casting is really hard for that. Uh, oh, they don't yeah. have casting every week. They've had casting well, most of the weeks. Well, that's what I said. Like, you know, they don't have to do the tournament thing every day. Certainly don't have to cast each match, but just having a bot to do pickup games, you know, like I, I would imagine like that, that would be, that would actually have me more active in their discord. If I, if I could do pickup games, I'd rather do pickup games on a regular basis than actually comp- play competitive, to be honest with you. I've heard that a lot, but I don't know. I really do love pickup games. Uh, I do a lot of that on the weekends uh, with different with different groups. Uh, sometimes I even hold my own because I've just met a lot of people in the game, so I'll just throw it out at everyone in different channels and say, hey, in-house, anybody want in? And we'll do either custom games or we'll do kickball style. Uh, I've been doing a lot of the cavalry game game nights that they host every once in a while and it's a it's a it's a good time it's a good time to like try out new things it's a good time to try out strategies i'm super competitive though so lots of times it's a little too relaxed for me i want call outs i want everybody on their game and that's not what everybody's looking for like sometimes Oh no, I, I totally get that. That's why I usually don't play custom games. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I usually stick to even well. The thing is, if I, if I want casual, I'll go. I'll, the most casual I'll get is quick play. Because even if something bad is happening there, like you know, people aren't playing that seriously, I can still sh- kind of shrug it off. But it's still beneficial to me in terms of being able to practice a character in in some cases rather than giving Reinhardt two hundred percent speed. And you know, no cooldowns on his uh, on his abilities. So, but um, and yeah, now but, low grav. Yeah, and now low grav. So like that's Reinhardt. A, yeah, that's 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 a whole new thing. But uh, why don't we catch up with your on your thoughts on the these changes that are going to be coming to McCree, Reaper, and Roadhog? Let's start with McCree. Uh, McCree. Uh, I I tried out his ult. I think it's going to be a lot better. Uh, 200 hit point characters. I don't play McCree a ton, so it's kind of hard to judge, but it felt like I was getting the kill shot really fast. Uh, Mm. I tried a few of them where I would hit it just really quick, 
I'd I would hit the alt really quick. Just in those times where like people are maybe half life and you just want to get it quick, and you definitely do charge it up a lot faster. Uh, the circle almost felt like it was. It started out like, do you know how in McCree's alt, like the circle starts on each character and moves in, and yeah. then you know it's the kill shot when it gets solid in the middle. Yeah. It felt like the circle started out smaller. Hmm. I don't know if that's actually true, but it felt like that. I mean, it's possible because they are they are they did increase they wanted to like you know increase how fast it went, so maybe that's why. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really notice any difference, but then again, I wasn't looking for something like that. I don't play McCree all that much anyway, and I usually don't use his alt when I do play him. It's a great way to die right now. Using McCree's alt is a great way to die as McCree. Oh, yeah. The first thing I look for, I look for him to shoot him. Yep. Same with Reaper, though. Like, one of the biggest things that people don't get a lot of times, especially in lower SR, is Reaper ults, everybody runs. Genji ults, everybody runs. When what you should be doing is everybody should be looking for Reaper. If everybody turns to Reaper and shoots, Reaper's done. Reaper's well, over. Gets like that two might shots be off. changing. That <laughs> might change soon. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> Uh, his nano alt's gonna be pretty nuts. I, I did check out the Reaper changes. Uh, it's actually less beneficial on 200 hit point characters. It's nice that you get it incrementally instead of, you know, all at once when you kill him. Uh, cause you used to get 50 for the, the orb, and now on 200 point characters going to give you 40. Uh, 250 characters gonna give you 50, but... And it, I did test it. It does, if you shoot like into a crowd, it does give you the health back from all targets hit, which is good. I had heard from some place that it was single target, but that is not true. I tested it to today. Um, so, but it's really going to give you a lot more for larger targets, like a big old hog. Um, he is. I don't know I... how it works with armor. <laughs> Cause... I I don't know, but like he is now the tank buster. Like if there was, I mean that's been his job. I think any well, that was supposed to be his job anyway. But that really to me just like he is he is like if a tank is giving you a trouble, go grab a reaper and go shoot the fuck out of him. He's it, it... he's still got a problem with mobility though. His E is still broken it's really hard to get to anything that has a rail on it like i hate rails as reaper because i've got it lined up i'm about to warp to it and then it drops below and i warp below and then i get headshot right by the guy below it's horrible i I noticed on the new map and i don't know if it's a bug or if it's intentional but i could not wraith like if i was below i could not wraith to anything above me i could even even the clock Okay, so maybe they fixed it because when I was playing it, I couldn't even get the the indicator to show up up there. Like, I was, I'd just be looking up, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And I get like, you know, shot from the side when, from Widowmaker or something. When we were practicing in Ilios, like I remember distinctly being able to uh, teleport up. Well, no, I so. meant on the new map on Horizon. Oh, 
Oh, I haven't tried that shit on, on Horizon. Horizon so I, I wasn't able to do I, it. I can't confirm or deny that. Yeah, I don't know the, what's going on with that. The teleport seems to be an issue on going up with, and I mean, it's always been, uh, with rails that you can break off. Rails that, you know, how you start at Hollywood and you're on defense and Reinhardt or Diva goes and breaks all of the rails. Those rails, if they're still up, it's extremely hard to warp to them. It's extremely hard to line it up. And that's Reaper's problem. Like, you just can't close... You just can't close gaps. Genji can can dash, tracer. She warps all over the place. I mean, even Sombra can go invisible. Like, but Reaper, I mean, you have to be sneaky. I mean, it's a well, little bit of an art. I think that's the kind of the point, though. You, yeah. you, know, you brought up Genji. You brought up Tracer. They can zip all over the place, but they're also not packing hammers. You know, with each shot, that, that, that's the thing. They like you know, Reaper's the Sandman if he gets on top of you. Then, you know, that's 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 a big deal. So you're right; you do have to be sneaky. It's loud on purpose. His footsteps are super loud on purpose. You know, I think the only person who has loud footsteps in him are like Bastion and Reinhardt. You know, I just like his E to work a little faster. Like if his E worked a little faster, then the him going Reaper here wouldn't be as bad. See, I don't, I don't think so. The reason I don't think so is because with his new before, sure, I think that I've been fine. But now with his new ability to his new passive, which gives him health on attack, um, you know, as soon as he comes out of wraith form, even if he is in, like, let's say down to half health, now he just starts wailing on a target, and it's gonna make him much harder to kill. Um, I mean, the the whole point of you know, making him stand still is so that you can kill him when he when he does like he just can't do it in the open. What I'm worried about is a reaper just like wraithing maybe into the middle of a crowd and they realize it at the last second and then he hits Q and boom, his hell you know, he's he's taking his health back as he's hitting him. No possible <laughs> way though. Like if he race into a crowd and the crowd knows it, like everybody's gonna be pointing right at his head, he's gonna insta die. That's but if go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you finish though. I will say he has been a god on control, especially like anything lower than diamond rank. Like he's a god, and he's probably gonna actually move into a lot of pro control play after this, would be my guess. I don't know that he's gonna do anything on attack on payload or two CP. Piece, but he'll be even stronger now on defense. Right. No, I, I agree with that. I mean, I'd be honest, I haven't seen that much Reaper in competitive. Then again, I didn't play a ton of competitive last season, but um, I I like Reaper on offense. I love being Reaper and standing behind a Reinhardt shield and pushing forward because of all that damage you're doing. Like people have no choice but to move back. So I think he's definitely going to be used more. That's what they wanted in in the first place. And that uh, can work as long as it's not a map with a lot of with a lot of high ground. Uh, right. But I I'm mean, thinking, control is all I on, play him on. My favorite to do it on is watch from Gibraltar. Um, that like that push it. I can push forward. Me and Orion can push forward pretty well with that. And the thing I think the problem is that in Overwatch, a lot of people, you know. They focus on getting kills. They focus on getting damage. 
uh, but they don't necessarily focus on confusing the enemy because I'll do something just to kind of cause confusion and eat up time. You know, if you have a Reaper behind a Reinhardt shield, a lot of times your enemy team is trying to figure out how to handle that. And while they're doing that, you're pushing the cart forward. You know, time is working against them. Um, so, I mean, if it, because, well, if it, if it was more frequent, um, not frequent, but more, uh, you know, yeah, frequent, if people were doing it more often, it wouldn't be as, as easy to do because I, I imagine somebody would know how to handle that <laughs> at that point. But, but wouldn't uh, that's you, why I, but on Gibraltar, like, wouldn't you rather on attack have a Farah Mercy, like at the current meta, have a Farah Mercy followed up okay. with a Soldier or a McCree? I mean, fair lines mm. about McCree and Soldier finishes him off. I mean, I mean, I don't know if I really want a Pharaoh with the meadow being so Widowmaker heavy right now. Yeah, and it, it, I think it really depends. It's a matter of perspective, right? It really depends who you're playing with. If you're playing with a fully organized team, I think that will work out better. But sometimes you just need to be able to synergize well with one or two other people on your team and hope that the rest of your team follows suit, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's kind of where, like, when I think of that, I think of, I guess, the the lower, the lowest common denominator there. Like, how, you know, most games work, you know. You're, in most games, I think you're going to have at least one anchor, you know. It's kind of rare that you have everybody on par. At least that's the way it feels, you know. It's definitely different in different ELOs. When I play my guy that's in, that's in silver, it's way different than when I play my main. Right. It's, I mean, uh, although the biggest difference, to be quite honest, is just voice comms. Like, in, like, Silver, if you have a shot caller, he's trying to, like, call shots, and it's literally like, like, okay, let's do this, 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 and this, and this. And he's, like, literally spelling it out for him. But you're up in, like, like high plat, low diamond. It's just like... Orb on so and so, Symmetra going right. All right, fair one hit. Uh, all right, retreat. We're up. Or we're down to like. I mean, it's just really quick bursts of inner of information. I, yeah, but I think yeah. that's also because they at that level people know what you're saying with that quick burst. Whereas on that lower level, they feel like they need to spell it out. Yep. Yeah, well, you kind of have to because some people, people just don't understand what to do. Like, if you say, um, you know, I'm trying to think. Like, let's say, uh, you know, if you say widow back, if you're on Hollywood, widow back right, you know, you may like somebody's like, okay, thanks. Now I know where she is. Let me try to shoot her from a distance with Soldier Seventy Six. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> the, 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 you kind of have to explain to some of the lower tier players like that's a bad idea you need to close the gap <laughs> you know like stuff like that or like have a bad got, time <laughs> like you've got a pharah on your team and they've got double hit scan and your pharah doesn't have Change. mercy and like pharah keeps getting shot and you're like hey you realize they have mccree and soldier or they have you like you've got a junk rat or you have a pharah and they have zarya and and diva and like literally they're just eating up all the damage and the damage that does get through charges zarya and zarya is just bright red like i've been seeing so many bright red zarya's on my silver dude it's yeah. unreal 
Like Zarya doesn't ever get that bright red on my other character ever. Oh yeah, yeah. you can definitely tell the the tier of player you're playing with. Because like, I play Zarya a lot, and when I'm at a constant like ninety five percent, I'm like I love these guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like they just don't get it. I mean, I've lost so many games where we've lost because a Zarya is just blowing through the enemy team, and being somebody who plays Zarya, and I'm like, stop feeding the Zarya, stop feeding the Zarya. And at lower levels, I've had to tell people, don't shoot the Zarya. That's what I mean by not feeding the Zarya. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> The yeah, problem is, problem is, because they're used to lake talk, and it's like they don't get gold if they die. Why does it matter if I feed Desaria? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's so many things like that, like, like tons of people I'll run into, even at higher elos. You're like, hey, payload heals, stay on the payload, and they don't know the payload heals you. They think you're trolling them. They think you're making a joke, and it's like, no, no. the payload heals no. you, dude. It actually heals, heals you. you. And then, like, uh, voice lines for ultimates. Uh, There's a different voice line for attack and a different one for defense or for your team. Like, opponent team, your team. Like, uh, for instance, soldier, I've got you in my sights. That means it's bad. Get away. If he says uh, tactical visor activated, oh, back him up, dude. Like... It's, my, I mean, that's a big one. That, <laughs> although I will say I didn't know that till season three. So well, no, I I know that, but I always get junk rats mixed up in my head. I, yeah, I do too, actually. I junk rats for some reason. I I always like wait. Did he was that mine or was that? And then I just have to wait for the tire. And then I just and to, it might be too late at that point. <laughs> it might be too late. And <laughs> most of the time, weird. I'm Arissa, and I just armor up and say I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's weird about that, too, is there's some characters, like, when I'm Soldier, it says Tactical Visor Operated, but when I'm Reaper, if, like, I still hear die, 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 but my team hears clearing the area. Yeah. And, yeah, like, it's crazy, because, like, some of them are like that, and some of them aren't, and I don't get that part. Yeah. I've, I... So I I have I think Reaper might have a maybe a voice line bug because I've definitely seen a Reaper like wraith and not wraith in but um teleport in and say clearing the area and I'm like I don't see you doing anything like what's what's going on so I don't know like maybe the the, the voice lines are bugged sometimes you know maybe I don't know but yeah like I I I know it's I I feel you there's like some little subtle hints that you can tell like if they're lower level or not basically or if they're paying attention yeah yeah definitely so uh before we move on uh did we go over roadhog like your thoughts on hog like you know what do you think oh, about? oh we did not yeah so why don't you tell, tell us what you think about hog and then we'll move on to our placements so okay on paper after reading it i actually like the hog changes which like i'm a lot of Roadhog main. Like I had 35 hours on Soldier last season, 33 on Hog. Uh, I really like being able to one shot everybody. It's awesome because I have a 57% hook accuracy. So it's awesome. But at the same time, I don't think like I'm going to be happy with the nerf to his 
damage and people being able to get away from it. Like I think Hog should be played in the pack and not be played as a solo character carrying by just like going off to the side. Like he should be sticking with his team, pulling people into the team and then team killing them. I think that's good. I still think it's a strong ability, but I will say in testing today, I think I found a bug because I was dueling with my buddy Jack. We were doing, he was Genji and I was Hog and we were just seeing, you know, no holds, no holds barred who could win. Every time I'd hook him in the air, he would pull down to right, uh, right above me. Then he would bounce to the ground and then back up to right above me, making it almost impossible to hit him. Mm. So then we started testing it. We tested it with, we tested with, with, with Farah, same thing. Then I had him get on McCree and we tested it. Just me pulling him from a high incline, same thing. And they, and they, they bounce. And there were some changes to the roadhog hook besides damage and every and and everything else and so i think they're gonna have to fix that because that is not good because when it would when it would bounce i wasn't getting hardly any shot on him and that's not cool yeah i mean i i i I have not seen the bug that you're talking about um but in terms of the change they're making i think at a high level yeah sure right i mean that that's fine Roadhog pulling people in their groups, but uh, I think the problem is that the bulk of over of people who play Overwatch, the teams just aren't that organized. I mean, I've I've been Hog with a group before and hooked Roadhog, and never hooked Roadhog, but hooked somebody into my group with like four or five people around me, and nobody does anything, you know. So you know that that's. I think that that's that's gonna be the issue is that not I mean, most most people who play this game the teams just aren't that coordinated. Like if everybody's on comms and everybody's listening, they get the hook. They say, "Hey, uh, you get the hook and you hear it snap." You're like, "Hey, such and such is coming in." You know, get ready, and everybody can focus on the roadhog. But let's say you play on console, even competitive. Uh, the problem I think I talked to you about this the other day, Bob, is that the problem on console is that people get into party chats. And they have no way of communicating with people who own the other team because the people on the other, not on the other team, but somebody, uh, people on their team, but may be in a different party chat. Or even if the people, other people on that team are in team chat, they're still in party chat. So those two groups of people or three groups of people aren't communicating with each other. And that's, that's, I think on console is going to be an even bigger issue. We're going to, I think we're going to see a huge drop off. On on console hog, uh, because the teams just don't. Unless you're running a six man, the teams just aren't communicating uh, as efficiently as you can on PC. I mean, even on PC, like you're not gonna hook somebody, type that somebody's coming in. But at least on PC, if somebody's in Discord with their friends, they they can still be in team chat at the same time. And you know, you can double channel or even triple channel. Uh, but on console, it does not work out that way. I well, think that's where we're going to see the problem. I think, I think just because, just because, I think it's a team game. I think it's supposed to be played as a team, and 
I think Roadhog should be part of the team, not just this Rambo off hooking and killing people constantly. I and I do get your argument for console, but I really think that I I mean I really think the console game should be quite a bit different than the PC game. I mean, without communication, the game is so different and I mean, I can't imagine now without being able to talk like and be able to call targets and i mean on the hook thing though on calling it out like i would never call out so and so hooked i would call out the enemy team hog uh hook down and i would let my team know that hey they can move in on hog now because he no longer has hook right but, i mean your team should see you get the hook if you're standing in the middle of them and they should shoot at that target I think so many people have tunnel vision, though. Oh, That's and I have it bad. I mean, I have to yeah. constantly work on not on not having it. I have to constantly work on... I mean, you saw it today in 3v3. Like, Melissa called out for help. And what did I do? I went and got the kill before I came back and helped her. And then I made an excuse, which at the time... I thought it was okay, but in retrospect, I know it wasn't. Like, I should have come back for her. I sh- right. like what if I didn't get the 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 kill? That was an extremely it's something you can get away with in three v three, but in the team fight, like it was a bad move. I should have went and protected my heels and not gone for the kill. Right, I got you. Yeah, I mean, like the, the, I think another issue uh, with Hog, and this is almost at any level, is that okay, fine, use Hog to get the picks and pull people into the group which is great. But the thing about, you know, running tanks, you know, every other tank in the game does damage mitigation fairly well. Roadhog does not. Um, so, and I, I'm trying to think, like, why would I pick Roadhog over another tank? To, for the chance to get a pick if somebody is out of position? I mean, if the other team is playing well and everybody is sitting behind their Reinhardt shield... Or they're moving well, Rogue Hog's not going to be as effective. And now we're not only are we missing, not we we he's not effective getting the picks. He also can't mitigate damage for the rest of your team that well. And I think that is going to be another issue. We see that there's not really a reason to pick Roadhog because before the thing about Roadhog, right? You sacrificed the damage mitigation for the fact that he can get somebody and completely wipe them off the board. You know, you're not, you can't mitigate soldiers' damage, but you can make it so that soldier that can't even produce damage because he's dead. <laughs> you know, or you can get a key pick and boom, pull. You know, pick a, take a mercy out. Even though I think you can still kill a mercy. Um, I know I could definitely. I hook, like once Diva's out of mech, like I, I can hook and kill her with no problem. Um, but you know, g- g- being able to hook 200 health characters and take them all and take them out in a single blow was the trade-off for not having the damage mitigation and it's not like roadhog's hook was magnetic like destiny grenades it's not like it was that it wasn't like super difficult to get a roadhog roadhog hook but you still had to land the hook you know i think if they should have done anything it should have been lower the hit box not lower the hit box on the hook so that hit box to the hook i got yeah so that it makes it harder to actually connect but like yeah, I don't know. I think because it would have taken more skill. Like, you know, because right now, 
it's it's pretty obvious that if you you can actually miss somebody with a hook, and if they're just left or just right to the hook, the hook will snap onto them and pull them in. I think that like like the hook itself, even like the like the the it probably should have been they should have shaved it should be the hook and then shave ten percent on each side in. And so that the hook has to land dead on somebody because that's supposed to be the motion, right? The motion is supposed to be you're throwing the hook and it's going over them and you're pulling them in, you know? How about that's... this? How about this? Like, because nobody likes the hook. Like, the only people I like that, the hook. The only people that like the hook are Roadhog mains. <clears throat> I'm not a ro- well. And I was gonna I... say I'm not a Roadhog main, but I have 142 games on Roadhog, so. <laughs> And I mean, I get that because it feels great. It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, it feels good, but it doesn't feel good to the other person. I've been on the other side of the hook. I get that that part of it. And I mean, he's a tank. So maybe maybe what they should be doing is looking to change him a little bit. Maybe make him where he has a passive armor buff where... Our passive shield buff where he gives 50 or 100 shields. Well, not 100. Like 50 shields to everybody he's standing around. Like, And it leaves when he goes off. All, all I'm saying is like, I mean, you almost kill any 200-point character. And if you get a perfect shot, you're going to kill him. Uh, they have a chance to get away, though. But if your team gets one little shot on him, one soldier shot, one, like any little shot like they're going to die so your team has to do one shot to him you got five other people there they just have to hit him once along with you hooking and shooting your shot in him and they die like it it's a team game and i just think the way he was before he could go off on the side and he could carry and i don't think that's fair to a lot of people that's 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 my thing everybody else has to play as a team they nerfed, they nerfed Diva so she couldn't just run up in there, like, and she's still good. So, oh, and we haven't even talked about his gun shoots a lot faster now. So, like, two left clicks is going to be really quick now. If you get in close to Roadhog, you're done. Uh, depends on the character, like, not Reaper. Roadhog is a, is a, is a, is a huge battery for Reaper right now. Roadhog is a huge he's a huge health pack for Reaper true true but that's I mean that's just Reaper though I mean anybody else like two shots whether you just get the side of them or whatever you're going to kill any 200 point character well oh yeah Reaper but I was also going to say Hanzo like I think pulling in a Hanzo a decent Hanzo is going to be death for Roadhog too Hanzo shoots you know he shoots damage (laughs) you know a lot of damage and Roadhog's a huge target for him to hit. Like, he's not going to miss. So, hard road, so you know, Reaper, not Reaper, sorry, but Hanzo jumping around, shooting Roadhog while Roadhog tries to get those shots in. He'll damage Hanzo, but I'm pretty sure Hanzo, a Hanzo, a decent Hanzo will win that fight. You got to hit, you got to hit the headshot and you got to hit the scatter perfectly right underneath him. I mean, I play a lot of Hanzo, and Roadhog's one of the ones, just because of the hook, that I try and stay away from. Try and stay at least 35 meters. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now, I don't think that's going to be as big of an issue for Hanzo. For sure. 
Roadhog and Diva are the scariest. Winston can be scary if he's got bubble up, but I usually just try and rush him at that point because I just rush in and try and hit him right in the head. Oh, and Roadhog's uh, head hit box has decreased. I don't yes. know. Those right. are my. Th- I'm gonna have to wait and see how it plays out in in like actual matches. I played a couple of the new map matches, but it wasn't a good test. Right. Well, that's a bad map for Hog. That's a bad map for Hog. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, well, you're right. We we do need to see. I'm pretty sure those those uh patches probably next week after the event. I would imagine. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I know they did find a... It's not a bug on the New Horizon map, but they found a sight line that allows Widowmaker and Anna to see into the attacker's spawn. And they can hit them uh, as they come out. Alright, let's go ahead and talk about our Season 5 placement matches. Um, Mike, why don't you start? Because you had one. <laughs> I lost one game and I stopped. Yeah. That's my placement. Thanks, thanks for participating, Mike. <laughs> well, no, it's just like it was like I was playing with my with the team I normally play with. I could tell, like no one was in sync, no one was doing what they normally do, and I was like, nope, this is this is not a night to do this. So I was like, Were you playing I'll, playing I'll with your in- normal group? Yeah, I was playing with the people who uh, I played with last time when I did my placements, oh, and like okay. it was like. No one was performing how they normally do. And I'm like, not the night, not the night. I'm just going to be a quick play. I'll be over here, guys. Let me know when, like, we get all this out of our system. Mm. So. All right. Well, um, how about you, Bob? How'd your placements go? And when did you do yours? I did a few of them. Um... No, actually, no, I did them all the second night. The first night. Uh, the first night, I just didn't want any any part of it. I had done my placements the first night in season four, and I I had gone two and eight, and it was horrible. It was the Bastion meta, and so I didn't want any part of the first night. A lot of a ton of my friends. I mean, my friends list was huge that night. Everybody was doing it. Everybody was wanting. Me to jump in, but I was tired too from traveling the whole week and being in Colorado, and I just didn't want a piece of it. But then I did them the next night, and I probably shouldn't have kept doing them because I went three and seven, and it was I had a Hanzo in every game on both sides. My Hanzo was always the one that was bad. I was. I had just switched over to push to mute instead of push to talk. So I kept accidentally talking to the, uh, to the rest of the team when I was meaning to talk to just my friends in my three Q in discord. So like one of the times I was like, are you serious? Another Hanzo? I should just pick Hanzo. So at least we know we have a decent Hanzo. And my wife's like, Bobby, you're talking to the group. I was like, <laughs> Oh, sorry, Hanzo. I think you're going to be great. I think you're going to do good. Because I'm always about positivity to the, to the pugs, because it helps. I mean, if you like positively reinforce, you know, when they do good, it helps. And so, it was it was just bad. And 
Yeah, there was like some of the maps. There was no reason to pick Hanzo. Like he's he's not good in every situation unless you're unless you're Tavik. Like there's just I don't. I mean, even Tavik wouldn't do that. So I mean, it's just it was bad. Yeah, I probably just owned it at that point. I'm like, yeah, prove me wrong. <laughs> I really need you to prove me wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I'm just like yeah, okay. Well, I think you're gonna do great. Sorry. <laughs> I, th- I think I even told him. Oh, I'm trying to work with push to mute. I'm not used to this yet. Yeah, and I felt Good really luck. dumb. Like I put my foot in my mouth. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> that's God. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what did you end up placing? I ended up placing uh 26. I believe 2688. It was 2680 something. Hmm. Uh, and then I just gave up for that night. But then uh, the next day, I I I cleaned up. And just I just had good days from that point on. Uh, and then Sunday just had a monster a monster day. Uh, just playing all kinds. I mean, flexed all kinds of different roles. Played a lot of Reinhardt, a lot of Roadhog, a lot of Soldier, a lot of Zenyatta. I've been played a lot of 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 diva recently she's actually been really good for everybody wanting to practice mccree for the changes diva just destroys that i mean it doesn't matter how good of a mccree you are like if she pounces you and you're on the high the high ground without a without a rind shield or without a tank to protect you i mean you're gonna win that so just depending on what the other team had i've played a bunch of different roles Right, yeah. Yeah, I know like well when I did my place of matches, you were basically on a roll. You told you said you wanted to come by, but I was like, ah dude, just I I had accepted my fate. I was like, you know what? If I play slow, I'll just climb my way out like I do every season, <laughs> you know, and that's whatever. Um my placements were very interesting. Um mainly because I I thought with the quality of player I was getting, I was like I got to be playing in silver right now or low gold. Like, I'm going to place terribly. Um, before I get started, I do want to thank Goose Knuckle for, uh, you know, playing with me. We did the first two games together, and those games were so bad that he got tilted. He's like, I can't do it. I, I just, I got to go do something else because it was such a shit show, man. Like, he was really trying his hardest to, to get the team to rally and to to work together. But we had... I had to wrestle with a group of three in our first game just to come into team chat. I don't understand why that's an issue. Why, if you're in competitive, why you don't come into team chat? Like, what's what's the harm in that? Was there a, was there what's considered to be a troll pick on that team of three? Like, was there a Hanzo? Was there a Symmetra? No, was there no. a Sombra? No, I did get a troll pick, but later on. But, um... I got a thrower later on, but uh, no, there was it, there it was a it was it, the comp was good, but we just weren't communicating with each other, and you know we were making callouts and we were trying to do this and that. Me, the, only, the only people talking on team chat were me and Goose Knuckle. That was it. The only two people talking were me and Goose Knuckle, and uh, you know, it's it was really frustrating when we're like. Okay, this person's down. 
we need to go down to the point or you can push or uh, something like that. And you just see them go in the opposite direction completely. You know, that, that's very, very frustrating. Like, we lost a match because, you know, just because somebody wasn't, t- like, because they weren't paying attention to the point. I mean, you can hear the, the, the point ticking away. You can hear somebody's on a goose knuckles, like, somebody's on a point, somebody's on the point. Uh, I'm on my way to the point. I get shot from the behind, and I just, as I'm dead, I just see the other three people just looking at the front door. You know, while somebody's on a point, I'm just like, oh my god. So we had two matches of that, basically, and it was terrible. And then he said he had to go. Um, But at the end of the day, I went four and six in my placement matches. I went four and six. And those four victories were super hard hard fought. Um, The six losses, I would say half of those were avoidable. We could have avoided it. you know, I honestly think if 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 everybody would play the best, I would probably would have went seven and three. You know, more than likely, just a lots of people not communicating. I just don't understand it. Why? Why? Why not talk? Why not say something? Make a call out if you're getting if there's a Gen- you're a, if there's a Genji on top of you, say something so I can save you. Because <laughs> the video game community doesn't like to talk because we're all socially awkward. Uh, that is true. When I first you know, started, I was I like when I first came to Overwatch, I was silent. So I was just scared to say say anything. And I've gotten better and better the more I know about the game. Like, cause I mean, I really would be silent. Like, I would say nothing. And when people would yell at me, I would say nothing. Like, it, 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 I mean, I wasn't confident enough to talk. I am the way I am today, and Mike is gonna roll his eyes. Because of online video gaming. Like, I mean, grow- yes, he just did it. See? We should have streamed it. <laughs> because back in the early 2000s, when I first hopped online and I'm playing like Unreal Tournament or I'm playing Quake or something like that, it was like I really didn't talk either. And then, you know, you get people saying stuff to you. And I just got fed up and tired of it. So I started, you know, saying shit back. And then I get, you know, they fucking rail me with like, you know, uh, you know, they, they burn me. Yeah. And you just, you take the burn and then you just get better at it. You know, it's like being a saying, like you get beat up and you come back stronger. Or or you get people. (laughs) Or, or you get spiteful motherfuckers that just give up and fuck you over. That is true. That is true. You do get that. But I'm just saying, I'm talking about me here. This is a Joss story. That's great, but I'm telling you, that's not everybody. Well, no, that's just not everybody. because you're that way doesn't mean everybody's going to be that that's way. Not I'm not the man I am today because of that. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, like, I remember that, and it's because like, you know when I started talking shit back to people and you know standing up for myself online, like, it, it actually helps you build confidence in your communication skills. Like, you know? Like I've had unless your communication skills are you're a dick bag or no, see, you know you like, more things like that. that. Some well, yeah, but I'm saying like that's what you get from people who are confident in the internet who don't have like a vocabulary <laughs> of like high caliber. Your mom. Your mom. Yeah, that's what you get. Uh, your mom. You don't your mom. we're not not every person who's irritated and talks on the internet talks like you. Okay. <laughs> they come from the days 
of Xbox Live, not CSGO. <laughs> I've been on Xbox Live since right, I'm the sorry. beginning. Uh, CS you. Source. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, CS Source. Thank you very much. But no, like what I was like, you know, some of my best online friends that I still play with to this day, I met because we were going at each other's throats back in the day. And then we come to a middle ground, win the game, and then you're like, we should do that again. <laughs> you know, and we start and we start playing with it. I Dude, see it. You tend to be friends with people you fight with. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. How many salty teams have you been on where people are yelling, freaking out, like calling each other names, and you guys win? And they're like, good game, guys. Yeah. yeah. No, instantly. Like the happened? minute you the minute you win is like, oh. Yeah. Team 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 stay together. Yeah. <laughs> I've even done it no. myself. Be like, okay. Well we rock, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well that's because yeah, that's when you you know you go that's that all that emotion coming out. <laughs> that, 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 that's what that is. But yeah, I mean I'm, I'm definitely you know, like, I guess the point I'm making is like I, I haven't always been like this, you know. And part of, a huge part of the per, my personality is because of uh you know facing conflict in online video I think games. you just like people I just think you like people that just argue with you all the time. Well, that's why we're friends, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're right. I mean, you you are you are um you're right that not everybody does. A lot of people will curl up and not say anything or they won't talk back. But what I'm trying to say is talk back. It's awesome. <laughs> you'll be okay but don't don't talk back with your mom yeah don't talk back with your mom use your fucking words yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah like, it, 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 you'll be fine trust me job promises probably job. probably be okay someone just went into therapy now good job <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i um, try my hardest to calm them down i i usually if i'm not salty i try my hardest to calm them down i'm not a, i'm not perfect but if I'm in a good mood, that's why I always try to play in a good mood. Then I try to say, "Hey guys, okay, guys, guys, guys. I know you're. I, I know you want to have this fight now, but let's concentrate and let's just win this." And like, I try to bring them back if they're arguing. So, yeah, uh, no, no, that's 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 a good strategy. I mean, now that I'm older, I try to do the same thing. <laughs> back then, not so much. I, if there was a fire, I'd throw kerosene on it. Like that—that that was basically how I handled that situation. You grow when you learn. Um, but the thing—the funny thing about me going four and six—I placed twenty-seven sixty-one. That is ninety SR higher than I ended last season. Maybe because you're playing against way higher. Maybe. Maybe that that that, that might, it didn't feel like it. Though. It didn't feel like I was playing against people who were that much better than us. It felt like I was playing with teammates who didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> that that's what it felt like I was doing. Because I've definitely been playing. I've played against teams who definitely outclassed us, right? Who who've definitely been better, right? But I, this wasn't the case. Like. Whatever character I was playing, I was able to get kills. I was able to do my job as that role well. 
But then that just left a hole in another role, which I had to have to try to switch to and fix. But then the role that I was now, that gap wasn't being, you know, filled. But Bob, you you, you said you have a note. Yeah. Going back to you placing higher than you were season, the season before. Uh, now, I want to start this off by saying this is purely my speculation based on doing place. Uh, placements over the last five seasons with multiple accounts and doing them with friends with multiple accounts. Uh, I think it's based on individual performance, uh, especially in your first ones that you do on a new account. I think it's based on individual performance and not wins. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've, I mean, I've seen it so much and it's okay. It's based like after you've done your first ones, the next season, I mean, there's no way you're placing higher than 200 over what, what you ended at the season prior. And most likely in most cases, you're going to place lower. Uh, and it really, it really, it really feels like individual performance and what you do in the match. Uh, And I think that has gotten to a lot of players. And I think that's why in placements, people are less willing to play heels, less willing to play Reinhardt, less willing to play these, these roles that are crucial. But I will say, I also think that it's, that it's, based on your on fire points not kills not medals not any of that like when you like one of the biggest things is when you cap a third of a point you'll see plus 20 plus 25 capped point you'll see that right at the bottom part of your screen you get those for anything that you do that helps your your team like you get it for kills but you'll notice you get a if you cap an entire point you get a ton more points than you get for 10 for 10 kills like it's it's crazy and you get the full points even if there's other people on the point capping it with you whereas if you get kills you get a portion of the points that you would get for that full kill well i think that's just them focusing on the objective you know, I think that's them trying to force the point of like, look, kills matter, but at the same time, like your goal is still that like capture point or payload or whatever. Well, and I think, and I think that's the individual performance that I'm talking about. But I think everybody perceives it as individual performance in kills, and they end up trying to overextend. They end up trying. You got four DPS, like. Everybody wants to be the hero when really they could actually get a ton. I mean, that's why so many, many people solo with Ryan right into to to Diamond because nobody wants to play him. But really, if you stand on the payload and you shield, you're on fire that whole match. I've done that with Arissa. I've literally just sat there and just shield up and just be on the payload the whole time. 
Uh, I mean, that's a very valid point. I am a, an objective player. I definitely am. Um, now, I'm, I've just pulled up my stats for the current competitive season, but Arissa's my my most played by a lot. Like, 57 minutes is Arissa for this season so far. My second is 18 minutes at Zarya. So Arissa is my is my number one. Zarya is my number two. Diva is my third. May is my fourth. Winston is my fifth. I don't get to a DPS until I get to McCree, which is at sixth. Um, so in terms, I know in terms of medals, I I think most games I got at least bronze. I wasn't getting a whole lot of golds, except in the games that we lost. <laughs> And that's how I knew we were having trouble <laughs> when I'm like Arissa and I have gold damage, gold objective time, gold kills. I'm like, oh boy. Uh, but, um, well, okay. But Arissa can get gold damage fairly easy. We'll have to see what that looks like when they, when they change uh, barrier damage and actual character that'll go damage. Down. Cause, cause that'll, I mean, she does yeah. a ton. I mean, she just keeps just, just wailing away at the barrier. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but that that's who I, I used, and I do play objectives. I mean, I'm playing tanks, so I, I do stay with the group. I stay on the objective a lot, and that's you're, you're, that's probably why I don't I don't recall being on fire all that much, though. And then again, I'm not necessarily looking for that. It's not. I don't think it's on fire. I think it's your on fire point total compared to everybody else on a per minute basis with that character i think it's I, mean, I think it's very complicated how they do it and i'm and i've seen i've seen different gains and different losses by playing many different roles and it's i mean it, it's crazy like i there's no way i could actually figure out what it is that's why i wanted to point out this is pure my speculation there's no fact in this because blizzard hasn't released it so yeah, and they, and they won't for good reason, but it's still kind of annoying. <laughs> still a little annoying, but uh, yeah, but I was very, I honestly thought with the, with the type of teams I was getting, I was like, dude, I am totally going to be in mid to low gold. That's how I, I thought I was just doing that poorly. That was being, that, that that's where I was. In, in the group and I get placed and it was funny because I was just so mad after the last game I didn't look at the placement right I closed it I just I just exited out of the game and I went to uh, my career profile and I'm like why is it showing my career high right now I'm like wait a minute my career high is like 20 is like it's a little bit higher than that and I'm like Wait a second, is that my current rank? I'm like, no way. And I and I flipped through to the current competitive and I was like, holy shit, I'm 2761. That's higher than I was last season. I'm like, that is incredible. How did that happen? So I was very, very surprised. I was totally expecting to lose like at least 200 SR. So going into places, I expected to be either at the bottom of platinum or at the at the high gold, like points away from platinum. So yeah, it's um <laughs> it was it was definitely interesting. So now I definitely think this season my plans are to uh I definitely think I'm gonna push for platinum. 
because normally what I try to do when Diamond. I do play competitive, oh, Diamond, Diamond, sorry. Yeah, I already made it to the Platinum Promised Land. That's right. So what I try to there. do, yeah, I got placed there. So what I try to do is I try to help other people up as I try to climb, and that's just not a good strategy because it's very difficult to do. I, I, I can't do it. On console, when I play console, my primary focus will be to provide help to those who are trying to climb on console. That that will be my primary goal with helping uh, the console players. Um, but on PC, I do think I'm going to have a, a, a major focus on uh, on getting to Diamond. Reach my Diamond destiny. That's the new saying. I thought about that. Hold on. What 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 goes with diamond? Diamond destiny. Mike, I roll in three, two. Come on, give it to me, Mike. One. I have to care first. <laughs> That's good enough. That's, that, uh, that comment works. That comment works. That comment works. Does it does it feed you? Okay. It does feed as long you. as you're fed. <laughs> well, Ja, that's mm-hmm. what your your Smurfs for to help others. That's what I use mine for quite a bit. That is true. That is true. I have to get to level twenty five so I can play competitive. Uh, so I, I will, I will have that, but I think like when I go, like, you know, my first, I'm going to play my main first, try to get some games in, you know, try to get on a streak if possible. And, um, you know, from there, if, if, uh, if I, let's say lose two games, I'll just switch over to my Smurf and, you know, see where I go from there, but I'm definitely not going to try to get double characters into platinum or diamond. I, I do definitely want to use my Smurf to help other characters. But the thing is like, I'm not going to throw games. So, you know, because that's the same thing I rail against, right? So I'm not, like, if it gets too high, that's going to be a bit of a problem. Like, I'm going to have to stop playing it so that it doesn't get so it doesn't get too high, you know? We could just have a night of drinking. Yeah, that would probably work, but that's almost like throwing games. <laughs> but it's not intentionally throwing games. You think you're doing well. <laughs> I would feel so bad for those people who who, who are, like, forever gold. I know, I'm a turd. <laughs> uh, Bob's true colors are coming out here now. Uh-oh. Uh, but let's go ahead and move into our weekly updates. Weekly updates. Okay, so uh, a couple things that we're going to hit quickly. Overwatch is number two in sales in the UK. I mean, it's not uncommon for a game to come back into the top ten of sales like horizon zero dawn is actually back in the uk uk top 10 in sales but that game just came out a couple months ago it's actually like number like seven or eight overwatch is number two and it came out a year ago that is pretty impressive anniversary hype anniversary hype congratulations to blizzard for pulling that off what what beat it out? Was it Tekken? Yes, that's exactly a great oh, guess, okay. Mike. It was Tekken, Tekken 7, which is the first time Tekken has been number one on the sales chart since Tekken Tag. Tekken Tag 1? I I don't know. Tekken Tag Tournament? Is that the first or second one? Huh? Well, there's Tekken Tag Tournament and there's Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Yeah, I, didn't know. I think it's Tekken Tag, Tekken like the first one. Tag, PS2, best game ever. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm, not a huge, I'm not a huge Tekken fan. <laughs> it's good. It it's was not awesome. the best game ever. Yeah, I mean, I, was, I'm just not a fan of Tekken. I might have a jaded view because I was, I could play like the group play and beat everybody with two characters. So I loved that game because I was awesome at it. 
Uh, I was busy with Soul Calibur, so you know. I, I was much more. I loved Soul Calibur much more, but that's a whole whole another podcast. That's a double tap thing. That's a, double, that's a whole other podcast out. we have on the network. <laughs> uh, also, Blizzard is circumventing the Chinese gambling laws. So um, we know that the the a lot of people were excited because Blizzard was going to have to release the drop rates for loot boxes because of these Chinese gambling laws and that they considered the loot boxes to be gambling. Well, it uh, looks like Overwatch, now Overwatch, but Blizzard has found a way around it. They are changing the way um, the loot box system works, particularly how you get them. So you no longer can buy loot boxes directly in China. You can't do that. doesn't happen anymore. Now you can buy credits directly. So those credits that you get in game, you can buy those directly and you get free loot boxes as gifts when you buy the credits. So if you buy five credits, you get two free loot boxes. You buy 15 credits, you get five free loot boxes. Where are the credits used for? Credits that that's used to buy skins. So you can oh, buy Oh, gold. Yeah, they gold. give you they gold. give you the gold. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's currency. Yeah, so yeah, currency, yeah. That, I was like... So, but they're calling it credits what in China. What the fuck? So, thir- so they're giving you this currency that you don't spend shit on, but here's these loot boxes? No, like, no, I that's was the like, what? It's the same currency using game. Like, the, you know, Yeah, 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 that makes sense to me. Yeah, now. so 30 credits gets you 11 loot boxes, 60 credits gets you 24 loot boxes, and 120 credits gets you 50 loot boxes. This is actually cheaper than the corresponding values in in the United States. So for example, uh 120 credits costs um 34 US, 35 US dollars. But that gets you 50 free loot boxes, free, quote unquote, okay? Uh so they're actually getting a pretty good deal, but on top of that, they can buy credits as many credits as they want. Something that people would probably like to do in Overwatch now, you can buy credits to, and you spend those credits on skins directly if you want to. But this is how Blizzard is circumventing these laws so they will no longer, if they change the loot box drop rates, they don't have to report anymore. So. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if that's their way around it. Corporate America, I, mean, I guess they did it. Corporate America wins again. Um, so moving on though, Somber, there's a, tr- uh, a, a bug with Somber's translocator. Uh, the, the bug is that it's almost like a lag issue where s- somebody can translocate, but at the last second, if somebody shoots where you were after you translocate it, you'll die because the damage registers. And apparently it was a bug that was supposed to be fixed, not fixed. So if you play Sombra, uh, you definitely should, be wary of that. Uh, the next one is, is a console issue mostly, and it's because of the way that uh, party chat is handled on both PSN and Xbox. But uh, what's happening is that it looks like that more people are getting into DDoSing in Overwatch. So what's the way this works is that, and this is not just one person. Apparently, is a few, at least a few more than a few instances of people doing this. And now that it's been reported, more and more people will do it. So what happens is uh, people hop into a competitive game. Uh, What usually happens on console when you hop into a competitive game, if you're in solo queue, 
is that more than likely somebody from your team will send you a party invite, whether it's on Xbox or PS4. And a lot of people will join those parties so that they can talk to each other. Because like I mentioned earlier, console communication, there's a problem there. A lot of people don't hop into uh, team chat and then they separate between party and team chat. But regardless, uh, the problem is, is that what this person is doing is that somebody from the opposite team is inviting people from the uh, opposing team to their party chat. When they join their party chat, depending on what type of firmware you have for your router, you can see the IP addresses of everybody in that party chat. Once they have the IP addresses, they DDoS them and knock them out of the game. Boom. Easy win. That's how that's working. Uh, So, one, if you're on console and you're solo queuing, be very careful that if somebody shoots you a group invite, make sure they're actually on your team. Because, obviously, if they're on your team, there's no reason for them to DDoS you unless they're just being an asshole, which is also possibilities. But, yeah, this is a a problem with console console games in general. Um, I know I talked to a friend about... uh, uh, a while ago about cheating in Destiny and you know because Destiny uses doesn't use dedicated servers it uses clients you know basically your PS4 becomes a server so what sometimes sometimes people do is that if they manage to get hosted for a game they'll check everybody's IP addresses do quality of service so that they only get 10% of their packets you know back out that they send in and they you know lag the shit out of them while they play the game so this is an issue uh, that consoles need to handle, but it's also building a huge case for a reporting function in console. Because right now, if somebody does something on console, Blizzard's just like, ah, can't do anything to help you. And that's really, really shitty. Um, I think I think we talked about this before, Mike, where we said that everybody should be required to have a Battle.net account associated with Overwatch. It should, yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, it should be requirement that everybody has a battle.net account associated with overwatch they're free they're free and i was a phone i was Mm -hmm. a listener at that time and i was yelling in my car driving to work yes yes (laughs) they should yeah just so that way blizzard has some control because i mean you know they don't have any control over the psn they can't like do anything to playstation network accounts yep Yep. Well, they not have, too long ago, PSN didn't have, even have control over PSN. Yeah. <laughs> PS, PSN's had a really turmoiled history, if you look back at the PS3 to now. <laughs> but yes. that, that one hack was nuts. When it was down for, what was it, a month and a half? Uh, we're, we don't talk about the great destruction <laughs> of the PSN the pi- of, that, the p- of that year. PlayStation Network seems like it's ran by the Three Stooges. That's what it feels like. Um, I'm not going to say where this is, but in a co-location that I have access to, the PlayStation Network, the servers for the PlayStation Network are there. And it's not impressive. <laughs> Let's just say it's not impressive. The setup that we have at my job um, versus what they have in their section, much more robust. They're running uh, my 50, 120s. Glad, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad my 60 bucks is going to a great cause. Yeah. Um. Um, <laughs> when I last time I saw them, there were several pizza box style servers, if you know what I'm talking about. 
stacked on top of each other with the original PlayStation colors. They look they looked I was like that's nostalgic. But uh, yeah, no, the PlayStation Network isn't really all that impressive. So hopefully, and that was a, that was a few years back, you know, not 2011 or 2010 back, but just like you know, two three years ago. So hopefully, now that PSN is 60 bucks a month, uh, they've done some major upgrades. I guess we'll find out in the next DDoS because it takes them forever to recover from that. You know, they're not like Microsoft, which only takes them, you know, about a day or so usually. Well, I mean, I still can't change my fucking name on PSN. I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. But yeah, so just be just be careful, our console fans, which there are a lot of you, so be careful out there. Finally, um, this weekend, which I'm super pissed because I got to go on a, on a business trip, double XP weekend, uh, the 8th through the 12th. Have fun, guys. Have fun. Get those loot boxes. Get those Smurf accounts up. <laughs> you know, I won't have the opportunity. Jo- Jos- I'm going to be showering, just showering in loot boxes <laughs> that weekend. I have I have nothing planned this weekend because I'm tired of doing shit every weekend. It's just, just give it, get bring it. I want all of it. Just give me all of it. Yeah. I'm ready. Well, my main's about to hit level 600, and I'm going to get the silver banner. Congratulations. Shout outs to the PlayStation users who remind me that I'm still not level 25 on console, and this weekend might be the weekend to do that. That, It will be a good weekend to do that, finally, (laughs) yes, because you've been been like level like 12. 15, 12, something something like that for a really, really long time, so... Great job. Uh, But let's go ahead and move into our community discussions. Community feedback. All right, guys, just bear with us. We're almost done here. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so there was an article on Kotaku that was talking about how Overwatch still isn't ready to be a top esport. It was actually pretty nitpicky. Uh, so we're not going to actually dive into that article, but they did bring up a good point about how difficult it is to watch competitive Overwatch because of how fast the game moves and how people are all over the place. And I'm like, that that is a legitimate concern, but it's not, this isn't something new. And I think it frustrates me that a lot of these problems that esports have or competitive gaming have you know, a lot of people are like, well, there's a new thing. We're trying this thing out. And some of the problems are like that. A lot of the problems are like that because uh, competitive gaming has never been this huge before. But some of the, these problems we've already tackled as communities in different games and have good solutions for them. Um, so, you know, this problem, I, you know, when they said that it's, you know, uh, Overwatch is very difficult to, 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 to watch as a competitive esport, I'm just like, Unreal Tournament moved faster. And we found we figured out a way to get that watchable. And this is before Twitch. This is before broadcasting was a thing. We had broadcasting for Counter Strike. We had, um, you know, uh, what was it called? Um, Source TV was what it was called. Uh, so we had Source TV. We had Unreal TV, which you know you actually had to have the games to use those features. So, you know, we've we've attacked these things before, right? Um but yeah, the I I think that 
we may need to look back to see how to uh, approach these problems. And I'm about to sound like a uh, broken record here, but one thing that would help this immensely are modding tools for Overwatch. Because you know, Epic did not provide the tools that the community used to make Unreal Tournament watchable, right? They provided Unreal TV to a degree, but that was it. Uh, same thing with um, Valve and Source TV. They provided the method of connecting. But competitive Counter-Strike, competitive Unreal Tournament worked because of the modding community, especially competitive Unreal Tournament. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. Say what you got to say. You can say it out loud. It won't happen. Because one, if someone makes something cool, that means Blizzard can't make it and make money off of it. I would say I agree with you, except the fact that they already have immense modding tools in StarCraft. They have a lot of tools for game customization. In StarCraft, they they won't read up modding tools, complete conversion tools for StarCraft. And it works out very well for Blizzard. They can, are they monetizing StarCraft? Are there are there microtransactions in StarCraft right now? For those mods, no. No, no but is there is there microtransactions in StarCraft? No, 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 Okay, that's why you have modding tools in StarCraft. You guys are missing the big point, though. Go for There's it. There's this little game called League of Legends, which was born from a game called Defense of the Ancients, Dota? which was born yeah. from a game called Warcraft 3, where... Warcraft 3 allowed other people to make a ton of money without them. And that's where they got bit in the butt. And Act and Activision probably won't let them do it. The, 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 the relationship between Blizzard and Activision isn't that Activision's the parent and they allow Blizzard to do certain things. Blizzard has a huge a weight that they can that they throw around there. Especially You're not you're not wrong. But that's, yeah. that, at all. We're speculating that, right? That's not like we don't know that for sure, right? I mean, we oh, guess that. But 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 Rob brings up a really good point. They literally had Dota. They could have locked that shit down and just sprayed money everywhere, and they missed that chance because they let the modders just run with it, and then it went to. Now we have this whole fucking shitstorm of MOBAs everywhere. They made He's making money left and they right. They made more money off of Dota, allowing Dota to be free with Heroes of uh, the Storm than if they would have actually taken control of Dota. Are they making because League Dota? Of, are they, like how much do- money did Dota itself actually make? How much money is League making right now? Yes, and they're but, a Dota but you're assuming that Blizzard would have made League. League isn't Dota. By miles. You're right. You're right. League is not Dota, but League spawned off of Dota. Yes, League spawned off of Dota, but you're assuming that because Blizzard, let's say Blizzard takes control of Dota, they're they're not going to make League. If League didn't exist and they came out with their Blizzard Dota or whatever it would have been, they would be making a lot more fucking money. They... Because they would control it. Dota 2 wouldn't be like the problem is market share. First of all, like if they're the only ones with Dota, we're like, talking from a, a perspective where in a universe where League already exists and, and successful. 
Dota wasn't successful. Oh, sorry, Dota was successful as a niche game, but League was very successful for very specific reasons. I played League since Alpha, and League was not doing good numbers. League was getting its ass kicked by Heroes of New Earth because people who played Dota moved to Heroes of New Earth because Dota was getting stale. League didn't pick up until they started making huge prize pools for their games. League did not pick up until they started making huge prize pools for their game, for the, for their tournaments. And that's how they drew pro players over. And with the pro players, they already had the noobs cuz League was built for noobs. I'm sorry if you played League and that's how you that you're offended by that, but League was made for noobs. Heroes of New Earth was made for hardcore players. So League had already drawn in a huge amount of people and then on top of that, they had these huge private pools which told people, "Hey, we can make a living doing this. League of Legends okay. is the reason okay. why StarCraft got huge prize pools in the United States. It's the reason why Counter-Strike... Okay. Actually, League of Legends is the reason why esports exists the way it does right now, period. I don't disagree. Imagine that. What would it be like if Blizzard was the one that did but that instead? You're, you're thinking that Blizzard is actually going to do that. Blizzard, before League of Legends, Blizzard was actually content with having esports handled by somebody else. They were content with that. Before League of Legends, League of Legends changed that. That means you have to have those people Before in there was place. A lot of money Blizzard. involved. Exactly, you have to have the people who made League of Legends what it is, which actually isn't even Riot. It's Riot's investors who made League of Legends what it is, because it's the investors that are like eh, a couple million. Yeah, it's cool. We'll do that. <laughs> you know what? We'll, we'll 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 pump a bunch of money in. Whoever the guy is, and maybe it was right. Whoever the guy is that convinced a bunch of investors to put a bunch of money into something that didn't exist yet and take a chance, that's the guy you have to thank for this. But this is like this conversation is assuming that that if 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 Blizzard takes control of Dota and as opposed to letting Dota flourish on its own, then you know the, the same path is taken, and I just disagree i disagree are you telling me jeff kaplan couldn't have done this jeff kaplan wouldn't be working on overwatch if uh he wouldn't be because you know what would have happened if league of legends never existed i'm pretty positive we'd still be on these titan well on titan because the major publishers would still be trying to find their next world of warcraft league of legends made them forget about mmos that and the fact that Warcraft is just World of Warcraft is a monster. It's an anomaly. Warcraft, World of Warcraft, there's no, there's no other MMO that's going to pull, even if Blizzard creates it, there's no other MMO that's going to pull World of Warcraft numbers because World of Warcraft is a complete anomaly. Well, and I think, I mean, even World of Warcraft is slowly dying. Well, I mean, it dies every other yeah, like people year, stop playing, but they still have. So I don't know. That game doesn't ever fucking die. They still have but like anyway. But basically, yeah. like though, what, we, let's get back to like what we were talking about. Basically, and it's like they're not going to allow modding tools for X reason. There's many X reasons for them not to. But my my hard sticking point is because microtransactions. Well, the only microtransactions we have are for loot boxes. Right, so what if someone mods and creates something cool? Blizzard can't fucking use that or copy that. But the the even if you they can't get XP they... from the mods, right? Even if you can't get XP from the mods, it still pulls people into the game, which is what Blizzard wants. It still pulls people into the game. They could take rights of it, though. 
They, I mean, they could, they could but position they know it, mod it for to it. where anything created is their property. Period. No one will mod for it. Then, yeah, fine. I mean, but that's the best of both. That's the best of both worlds. The people that truly love it will, because their mods are petitioning Blizzard for a job. Yes. This the is true. Closest thing I will see mods for Overwatch being is modding game modes. Possibly. Yeah. In the I mean, years like, to come. I don't think that's anywhere close. Yeah. Though. Not coming anytime soon. Because Blizzard still wants to be in control of all the game modes. So that way, if anything comes out, they can say, well, we made that. That's us. And we're going to give this to blah, blah, all that bullshit. They don't, so, have, I don't, they don't have to always take credit for. So what, like you know, so what somebody makes in their game, actually having modding tools and having other people create things in your game takes, um, it takes pressure off of your development team. Right now, what are we constantly hearing? We want more maps. We want more game modes. You know, we want more characters over and over and over and over again. But if you, as Blizzard, are working on something with your development team, and then on top of that, you have modders working on, you know. You know, cool stuff like let's say they make a new voice pack or something like that, or somebody makes a, a new fun game mode to you know that can revive a game. I saw Tam or Team Arena Master completely revive Unreal Tournament 2004 when it was dying. That's very, very, that's very, very valuable. Like the the money game isn't just oh somebody made that we want to use it we want to monetize it. Sometimes you the best value is to not directly monetize it, but to get people into the game. Well, that's what these events are for. That's what these Overwatch events are for. Not because they want to thank the players, but because they want to pull people back into playing Overwatch. They want high engagement rates because the more people that play Overwatch, the more chances they have of people who are, you know, uh, buying loot boxes. And then on top of that, if they come in and they get hooked, you know, that's just another person that, that they have there that's, that's back in the Blizzard economy oh well your ecosystem i should say but the the main topic is in terms of improving competitive overwatch uh casting is i think you need modding tools so that you can do things that the overwatch team hasn't necessarily thought of like for example me and bob were talking the other day about this and the first thing i thought of was unreal tv and how you did not connect directly to the server of the match, right? Because the server of the match already has 10 people on it. That's 10 connections that the server has to communicate with. Uh, to add another 6, 12, 50 people onto that server that the server has to send data out to, that you know drags it down. What we did was that we would create a proxy uh, that people would connect to. So basically the one proxy server would connect to the server actually playing the game. So instead of 10 people, you have 11. Not that big of a deal. The proxy server gets all the same data. Everybody connects to the proxy server. So what that does, let's say we apply that to Overwatch, right? You, you, you have one proxy server connecting as a spectator to the main server. You could then have 12 people or 12, um, let's say, cameramen connect to the actual uh, proxy server. You put a camera on each individual player. And then you have the people who are casting and you have you just like you have with, I guess, like regular sports uh, broadcasting, 
you have somebody who's directing the camera. So you have the main camera watching the main game, but you can also have something where if a Genji is, you know, uh, you know, flanking or something like that, you could put that into like a picture in picture while the main camera is still on like let's say the reinhardt holding up the shield and the team pushing in oh look at this genji this genji's doing something important they can pick it up bam put it right on the screen right there i mean it has to evolve because it is a legitimate concern that if a genji is flanking you have to completely leave everybody else if the group is fighting in the middle or sometimes the group be fighting in the middle all of a sudden they push through and it's because the genji might have made a key kill that you never saw right so I think like you like you know either Blizzard's needs to start building uh, a more serious system for spectating, or they need to allow people to do it for them. The competitive communities are always better in the community's hands. Well, always. Uh, Go ahead. To to your point right there, uh, the Overwatch contenders did do a little bit of that uh, while I was watching this this weekend. Uh, like there was one time I remember, uh, control. Oh gosh, it was Lee Jang Towers, the one that has the pit. There's the little room on the side, the little platform, and then the pit that kind of goes in a U, right there. And then there's a little, you know, what I'm talking about. I don't know which map it's called, but uh, the the U. It's it's got a pit that's kind of shaped like a U. Uh, Roadhog loves to oh, sit up on the, the high garden. ground on the, the garden, other side. The garden. Yeah. Yeah. And so they actually had picture in picture. They had Tracer waiting. She was waiting, uh, like just around a corner. And they had all the action showing on the main screen. And then they had Tracer where she was just sitting there waiting. They actually saw that she was standing there waiting for something to, for like someone to come in. And so she was hiding. Then the fight comes in. Three of them come in. Tracer takes out three of them without them even realizing she is behind them. And, and so they they were doing that a bit. But you you told me about this proxy server after I told you about about what I thought would be a good change. And you told me the way that, we, that that could actually be done because it was done before. Uh, when I was talking about uh, what I want is to be able to watch it on the PC and be able to spectate any player that I want during the match if i'm a fan of the reinhardt because i play reinhardt say and i want to watch reinhardt like the streams always watch the dps players like maybe i don't play genji so i don't want to watch iddqd like i want to watch reinhardt's play so how cool would it be if you could just watch any individual player during the match yeah, that would be cool. Too. And that's another function that having a proxy server as a spectating, like basically as a, as a spectator uh, would allow that. Like if you if you were in Overwatch itself, right, and you connected to that proxy server and you could still, I guess you could, you could still hear the broadcasters, but allow you to control your own camera and allow you to actually... Um, watch that Reinhardt however you like. That is totally something that can happen if they enabled like a proxy spectator server. I think, you know what I think is going to happen when Overwatch League goes live? I think we're going to see a change in the interface for Overwatch that's going to have like an eSports or Overwatch League section and you'll be able to watch, you know, 
uh, you know, specific games. I'm trying to think of a game. That, well, there's a game in beta right now called, uh, oh man, what is it called? Brawl something. Brawl out. Brawl it, huh? Brawl out. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I was thinking of wrong game. It's a Smash Brothers. It's not a, I'm, I'm sorry. It's not a Smash Brothers clone. But it's 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 in the Smash Brothers fashion. It's way more technical though. It's not a Smash Brothers clone like it's it's that game with the frog, right? That's like a grappler. Yeah, and he's got a tongue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. it's way more technical than Smash Brothers. I tried getting there. I was like, mm, I'm actually have to try. I'm gonna go ahead and turn this off. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, and that's its problem. That, but anyways, continue. Yeah. <laughs> so that um. That game has a has like a esports or a competitive like a like a spectator feature where you, I forget what it's actually called, but you hit the button and you can watch people playing other games. You can actually just hop in to anybody's game and watch them play, which is actually pretty cool. But you can do that from end game. So I think we're gonna start seeing that way more in uh in Overwatch. You know, I mean, shit, man. Like it would be actually pretty beneficial for people. If Overwatch allowed you to spectate, just hop in and spectate a uh, at random, maybe not necessarily um, on purpose, but at random competitive matches that are going on between master and grandmaster yeah, like, teams. Yeah, like grandmaster top five hundred, but then then they might get people playing less because people like. Lots of those top 500 guys stream and they make money from that. And Blizzard's cool with that because they bring popularity to the game. I mean, Siegel, I mean, his stream is nuts. I mean, it's out of this world. When he starts, when he gets on, like he has more viewers than I, I don't know the numbers, but it's, it's a massive amount more than even watch the overwatch contenders stream no no i got you but i I don't think people like having that ability access in the game is going to stop people from watching twitch twitch is way more convenient i mean first of all i have to be home to to watch it inside of overwatch itself right then on top of that the twitch streams like you know if you're playing a comp- if you're watching a competitive match in the game, once the game is over, you get kicked out. If you're watching a seagull stream, you just go ahead and watch the next, watch the next, watch the next one. You know, you're so, right. It actually might. It, you, no, you make a really good point. Now that I'm thinking about it, it actually might increase viewership for streams in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it, it's definitely it's definitely doable. But in terms of Overwatch casting, that's that's the community discussion. Um, I want to hear what the audience has to say. Like, you know, how do they feel about, you know, how is the casting going in Overwatch now? now right now, I know a lot of the guys. Cause I do talk to them, uh, talk talk to some of the uh, some of the listeners, and I think a lot of them have become accustomed to the way that casting works in Overwatch. But I know for me, it's actually it's it's a turnoff because it doesn't. First of all, I just rather go and play the game. But second of all, it's not that it's not as entertaining as it could be i think you know and that's part of the problem the colors uh, so, confuse the shit out of me yeah that we talked about that too they need to have um to stay team. one color for the whole match yeah and, they, yeah and they, need to have like, team they do it differently for different ones like either stay one color or 
Like, give is there me a, a colorblind mode? There is. There is. I don't know how it works though, because I don't know how colorblind works. I've tried to ask. Isn't it by before. symbol was, at that point? I was just curious. I was just wondering if that was a thing that existed to help them with like viewership. There's and whatnot. Well, there's actually uh, there's actually videos that'll tell you how to set color colorblind mode to give you advantages in the game too. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I haven't messed with it, but there are there are theories on that too. Yeah, there's, I mean that's just something competitive gaming. Period, like um, lowering your graphic settings, uh, you know, using accessibility options to your advantage are are are, are things that happen. I remember when I used to play CS:GO, um, DX9 was the big was the big thing at the time. Not CS:GO, sorry, CS uh, Source. DX9 was a big thing at the time. I used to turn that off and put on DX7 and lower my graphics settings so that was way easier to see character models in the maps. So, um, yeah, no, I, I totally get that. So I guess the, the question for the audience is, or what, like, we want the audience to join us in the discussion here, how do you feel about competitive Overwatch casting? What do you feel needs to be done to make it better? Uh, in the case of this article, what needs to be done to make it you know, viewable? You know, because, you know, we just got done with E-League for Counter-Strike, not Counter-Strike, sorry, for Street Fighter. They're going to be doing more E-League on TBS. Esports are going to be on TV more, you know, uh, there's been stuff on ESPN before as well. So the thing is, like, now we need to make these things watchable. So things like camera angles and uh, camera teams need to be part of the esports experience. So how do you think... um, casting and competitive overwatch will be better um and you don't just have to answer that question feel free to, to write in about anything we talked about um actually if you want to you can weigh in on me and mikey's discussion about you know what would have happened <laughs> with dota so that would that would be cool to hear uh from you guys on that as well um before we close up i do have a couple of shout outs i did want to give a shout out to dude abides he made it to the platinum promise land Congratulations. Welcome to the Platinum Promised Land, and may you find your diamond destiny this season. <laughs> never give up, never surrender. Yep. Yep. Great job. And I also want to give a shout out to Jake Awesome, who just joined the uh, Watchpoint Radio Overwatch group on PS4. Uh, he wrote a comment. Love the show. It's actually my fave out of the bunch. Thank you very much. That means a lot to us. We really, really appreciate that. Um, I think I'm gonna have to start doing these in the beginning because like this show is gonna be like close to two hours long. So hopefully he makes it to the end of the show. This is a long show for a week where we have no news, right? So, but this is what happens when you get all three guests back on the show. So, um, but yeah, I think we're gonna go ahead and close out uh, the show now. Um, as always, we want to hear uh, your Overwatch stories. So you know, placement season is here. I want to hear some of your placement stories, just like, you know, me and Bob were talking. So go ahead and, uh, you know, tell us your Overwatch story, something funny, maybe not funny, uh, something shocking, whatever. Definitely just, uh, you know, talk to us. Uh, also, um, I like to bring up the, the communities that we have on PC and console. Uh, so on PS4 and Xbox One, we have a community and club called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. Um, you can just search for that and join us on those console communities. We'd love to have you. I definitely plan on playing more this season on console uh, so I can help people try to you know, reach the Platinum Promise Land, you know? That'd be pretty cool. 
And we also have a Discord server. And, I mean, whether you play console or PC, you can join the Discord server and join us there uh, and, you know, chat it up with us. It will be great to have you there. So the Discord server is – you can go to uh, discord.mash4.me. Sorry about that. It's discord.mash4.me. And as always, I like to bring up Heroes of Overwatch. It's a great Facebook group. Uh, that you could join where you can find more people to play with, especially if you're on console. There's a lot of console players there. Uh, and there's also a lot of great memes there. So uh, definitely check out Heroes of Overwatch if you're on Facebook. Uh, but as always, thank you for listening. Uh, we're available on multiple pod- uh, podcast platforms. We're available on iTunes, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, uh, Pocket Casts, um, Apple Podcasts for iOS, SoundCloud and Podbean. We also have an RSS feed uh, for those of you who are using a different podcatcher. The links are available for each platform right on the Nationals Buttons website. Uh, you can go to twitter.com slash MTB site um, to uh, catch up with us on Twitter or facebook.com slash smash those buttons or youtube.com slash smash those buttons. The Twitter for this podcast is twitter.com slash watchpoint radio. And uh, Mike, why don't you tell me I can find you? You can find me on Twitter at K-E-Y underscore L-S-C-K-E underscore. So key lock, key underscore lock. Underscore. All right. And Bob? You can find my blossoming Twitter account <laughs> at blazon underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. And I've got like 12 followers now. Well, yeah, Bob. You know, 12 today, 500 tomorrow. Hey, you know, that's how I, it goes. I I've followed like 150 things now, so I gotta like work my way into Twitter. I have to do some Twitter research to know what I should tweet, what I shouldn't tweet, what I should retweet, not retweet. I don't think it's the same as Facebook, which I do a lot on. So I just, I just say have to get used to it. I just say what's on my mind. Maybe that's why I only have like 258 followers. But hey, that's that's just me. Um. I am on Twitter as well. Uh, you go to I am underscore ja underscore so underscore j a a underscore. Um, we encourage you guys to reach out to us uh, with your comments and questions. You can email us at wpr at matchlessbuttons.com. You can reach out to us on Twitter, on Facebook, on directly comment on the website. You can you know comment on SoundCloud, and we'll try. Well, we're we're, we're looking, so we'll, we'll get back to you as soon as we uh, we can. Um, if you enjoy the show, the best way to, if you enjoy the show and want to help us out, the best way to help us out is to tell other people about the show and also to, uh, rate and review us on your platform of choice. So, uh, that will be very, very helpful. Uh, we, I know we got a review last week. Thank you, uh, very much for that. I read it on the show already. Uh, but yeah, definitely, we really appreciate hearing from you guys with your ratings and review. And even if it's a poor review, uh, we do take it seriously. So thank you very much. Uh, I encourage you to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming up next, uh, this week on Mash Those Buttons. And you can go to matchthosebuttons.com slash shows to see all of our podcasts. And that's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. See you later. Later. <laughs>